Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the fourth and final installment of our in-depth Octopussy Review. <laughs> then the, another lovely follow that car because Bo- Bond oh, yes. gets yeah. this is absolute pure Bond growing up these are the scenes you like I mean yeah. it's a million miles away like we are talking about from, the, from Rush with Love isn't it but the, the, the way he gorgeously when the, the tyres are burst he manages to get on the train track obviously it's ridiculous but as a child it's so it's... exciting that it's, yeah. it's probably the most Bondian moment yeah. of Octopus. The Bond theme does yeah. come in, doesn't it? I think it? you're probably right, yeah. I think that um, uh, it's that sort of nothing will stop him. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that kind of thing. And that's what, like, when those moments happen in the film, and it comes out of ingenuity throughout the series. Yeah. There's a moment of ingenuity which gives him that edge that takes him away. Again, we've we've mentioned Licence Kill so many times, but when he fires the harpoon into the, um, oh, the landing gear of the plane and... and oh, yeah, yeah. And he's pulled out. It's of that school, it's, isn't it? That, like, spicy, he's used isn't absolute... It? It's only something that James Bond could ever do. Practical as well. Practical stunts. Yes. It's, Crucially, yes. It's genius. It's yeah, also yeah. genius. Like, I mean, I'm not, you know, just think, oh, my tyres have popped. I'll just go on the train. Yeah, it's yeah, just, it's yeah. just it's yeah. utter genius. It's super. You see it, though, it fits, I, I, so it must be real. It, yeah. <laughs> but, there, you know, there loads of gags driving through stations, like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People. It's so nice. They look hilarious yeah. reactions from... They do look very English, though. I think it was filmed in like half. The bystanders. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It looks very English. The fishing. It looks like yeah. something out of a, a Midsummer Murders yeah, kind of. Yeah, the fishing boat with the, like the car lands. Yes. And yes. you get a poor stuntman barely out. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it hits. Oh, I love it. But like that's the the jeopardy, isn't it? Again, yeah. though, for everybody, you know. Do these things practical? It's so much better if you do practical. True. Yeah, true. they nearly died, but let's yeah. 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 he was in traction for six months. <laughs> <laughs> we got the shot. <laughs> no, I think since I think in uh, Quantum of Solace. Sorry, to, sorry to mention. That. Uh, you know the, the the car chase at the start of that. There was some really mm. horrific injury, wasn't there, to one of the stuntmen, and they delayed so, production yeah. for months. I think. Um, mm. 
So, in the days of CGI, it's like, why risk doing that? I think that's the thinking, isn't it? Now? Yeah, I, under- I understand that to a degree, but um, the stuntmen love it, though. Yeah, I, d- I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, you look at the stunt work throughout the Bond series, and it's what it's famed for. And I think actors as well. I think sorry, stunt actors behind the curtain. You know, to, to imagine the the height of the accolade to be selected to be a stunt actor on a Bond film, yeah, or head of stunt coordination or whatever. I mean, that's like your Oscars. It is, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? You know, especially when they were doing everything practically. Yeah. Um, and when you push the envelope, there, there will be accidents. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, of course. You want to do those things practically if you can. Yeah. And you, you look at, you know, I always see the Bond films. It's like, you know, it's, it's it's quite clear that these are, you know, fantastic craftsmen and women. But it almost seems like it's an apprenticeship. You know, that you get, you yeah. start off with, you know, you're a yeah. stunt man, mm. you know, like Vic Armstrong, you're a stunt man, you're a stunt double, then you're a stunt quad, and then you're second unit. You know, that kind yeah. of, it's that, yeah. it's that you, yeah. know, you, you were, you know, working on your set dress, and then you end up becoming, you know, the, the actual production designer. And, you know, the fights, it's the same people. That's one thing I always really loved when you watch the documentaries, it's always the same people. It's all, it feels like its own little cottage industry. Yes. Yeah. Where they just, like, every few years, and, and because it was just, you know, the cranking them out pretty quickly you know you weren't those like horrendous like five years oh, kind of waiting in between them that you would you could see you know just how you know how much love there was and and and, and like i say that craftsmanship that, that these are these are the best you know which is why all of these big american productions came to the uk the uk crews were the best because they all worked on the bond film and star wars yeah, and they had pine yeah that's, that's so accurate yeah yeah but could you imagine like that that sense of camaraderie and you know the two stunts stick in my head, having read the behind the scenes of. But that sense of achievement and camaraderie. And there's three. In fact, there's loads in the Bond franchise. So, but just you know the um, the, the dam jump in Goldeneye, the um, that parachute jump in Spy Love Me. They're so iconic yeah. those stunts that mm-hmm. you know oft repeated but never never improved upon. Yeah, I mean, it's a massive digression again. But that's the debate where the it's the Mission Impossible's that are doing those better now, aren't they? They are. Yes. Well, the, yeah, the actual true. physical stunts and true. practical effects. Well, they, they, but it does take you know look at the you know the stunt you know at the end of this where he, where he hangs onto the plane. Yes. That's, uh, yeah. It's, it's not Roger, but, but it's, it's not a yeah. gym. <laughs> you know, but again, Someone's it's like it. I mean, yeah. most modern day action films owe something to a yeah. man because it, because they were the best point. stunt. Yeah. You know, and and you see, it, it's like well, what we can do now is we have more technology, so we can make it safer. You know, and like using CGI to remove kind of safety features, but actually someone is strapped to the side. Tom Cruise is strapped to the side of that aircraft, but he's wearing goggles, so we remove the goggles using CGI, and that's where I think that technology is used at its best. Yes, it's still got someone doing it, and there's still the risk. You're able to sort of smudge the the line, you know, so it's not too kind of. uh, But yeah, I think. yeah, that, I, that was sort of what I thought at the end when, he, when he's hanging on to the plane as it takes off. I thought Mission Impossible. Straight yeah, <laughs> yeah I, think, <laughs> yeah. I think one of the interesting things about there. Mission Impossible these days is is that um, it doesn't. I read about it doesn't write storylines. It bases its whole storylines around the around the stunts. So the stunts are actually the first mm. thing that they do, and then they think we're going to do a stunt down the Burj Khalifa. Uh, right, and now we'll write a story around that. Oh. And for me personally, Skyfall being the exception, the last few Mission Impossible films have I've much preferred them to the, yeah. the last few James Bond films. 
And I actually wonder if it's because James Bond have tried to go down the whole story Absolutely. Down. Totally. Agree. And actually, maybe it's a case of going back to the reversal, thinking of your stunts, thinking what stunts do we want to do that are going to thrill people, and let's base a pretty formulaic, standard story around that. I suppose the perfect example is Tomorrow Never Dies, where the story has been used so many times, but it's a great thrill because uh, because the stunts are great on it, mm. and they jam pack it with that. And I just wonder if there's a case of actually just going back to the basics like that and going back stunts first, character second. Yeah. I know the purists around there would be like, "Oh, that's disgraceful," but I, I when I watch Spectre, the helicopter scene at the beginning, it's impressive. I can't disagree. It's linked to the location as well, isn't it? So with that, they'll be like, we want to see Bond in Mexico in the same way we want to see Bond in India. And like you've got the trailer and you think, oh, yes, I'd love to see that. And you're drawn in by the location and a stunt in the location. A bit like the, the Eiffel Tower jump, Mayday. Yeah, precisely. But the but the plane jump, the plane scene in, in uh, Spectre, personally, oh, yeah. I find it boring. Absolutely. I, 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 find I can't it even remember it. So it's just they were trying to copy on a massive secret service that whole yeah, sequence. Yeah, they absolutely are. Yeah. Failing miserably. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. No, I think you're right. I think you're right because I, I do think back then, you know, they would have got like the spy. Spy love it. That's the, the opening scene. It's it's just it is just a set piece. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah, the skiing yeah. and that's it. The, 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 it's not doesn't have any relationship. To, there's no relationship to the film. You know, in theory, you could cut it, but. That that's the opening, and that's it's like right. Well, you know, bungee jumping became quite a big thing during the nineties. How are we going to get something like that into a bond film? Right. Exactly. What we'll do is we'll get a guy to do the biggest bungee jump. You know, do some sort of Guinness World Record bungee jump. Fantastic opening scene. You know, and I think I think I think you're right. I think they do need to go back to that and that sort of that tired old that Bond is tired and old. That it's just like oh come on. You know, I don't want to hear and complain about you know. His struggles and stuff. I want to, to, to be blown away. I want to see something. Yeah. That I'm not. I don't, want I don't to see. Be Amen. Yes. Oh, like yeah, constantly like, complaining. Oh, I, quit. I know. Yeah. No. I totally just couldn't. But if he's always complaining, if he, and I think that's the thing, if he's always yeah. threatening to quit, if he's always on the verge of doing something, when he actually does that, like in a most secret service, that you know, he, he properly quit. You know, yeah. he, he quits. Like in, in you know, life the kill. He's he's out. Yeah. yeah. If he's always threatening to do it, <laughs> yeah, it has no weight yeah. to it. It's yeah. just yeah, like, no, oh, he's the, always off. It's you know, the boy he's... who cried wolf, isn't he? Yeah, like, oh, don't worry, he'll be back. And on both don't of those, he's it, got like... such a good reason. You know, first of all, he's, you know, his yes. wife, you know, is, is being killed, and he's well, he's sorry, he's fallen in love. That's why he's done it. Mm. And then, of course, in um, I've gone there with the other Lice. film, <laughs> the... yeah, Lights to Kill, sorry, just the greatest one, the great, sorry, yeah, he's one of his best friends and all his colleagues is. Near murdered, yeah. you know, and his and his wife's yes. been murdered, and well, yeah, we now learn possibly rates, but yeah. um, <laughs> oh. and the lovely uh, it gives again one of the best lines in the whole franchise to Bobby Brown about um, country club, yeah, yeah, country club dollars. I love that. It's a brilliant, it's a brilliant, and that like yeah. What's, why is he this is why the John Sky, Glenn movies are know? so great, but like no, but there's nothing wrong. I think that's the thing. Like they looked at like present Bond has looked at. Oh God, the the Bond movies are so gritty mm-hmm. and yeah. dark. And well, even serious. higher people who worked on those. Like, yeah, and like Bradley the thing Bobby's is with these movies, you know, like we just talked about Roger Moore doing um, 
uh, you know, like a really nice hand-to-hand fight, which is nothing more than a punch-up, really. But I could see every punch. I could, mm, you know, I could hear every punch. And it wasn't with some, you know, um, like a gimmicky camera yeah. style to make it look Steady like he's always dead hard. Yeah, no, it's just, I can see it. I can see it. It's great. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and I can follow the action and the story. Because, like, just like you've got to be able to follow a plot line, you've got to be able to follow an action sequence. Yeah. You've got to be able to. And it doesn't matter Very if the action true. sequence is huge or right down to a little punch-up between two people. You've got to follow every single movement and moment of that for the story to, co- to connect. And also, the Bond franchise, you don't need... You don't, you know, don't forget what has made this thing so great. And it's not a sin to want to go back and look at how can we pay, make people really excited. How can we show them something they've Absolutely. never seen before with a guy you can really get behind and that you, you just want to root for? That's the thing as well. And I think, uh, like, the, the, like an example of where it's not necessary; it doesn't necessarily have to be this huge, expensive set piece. But I always, I always go back to, you know, you only live twice. We're at the rooftop. Where he's running across, and the music comes, oh, and it's that yeah. mad, huge cam- yeah. the helicopter shot where it pans back, and that is like, this is Bonnie, and you can see him. It's all a single shot. It's not, yeah. it's, it's not cutting, and he's doing he's everyone in while your, he's at it. Yeah, yeah. and he's like it's karate it's... chopping yes. and judo, and he, the music just keeps getting louder. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. and that's oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Bond. Yeah, that's Bond. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's a guy running across a rooftop. Punching a few people as he goes oh, along, yeah, yeah. but it's amazing. Right. It's a fantastic cinematic. I've got goosebumps. Like <laughs> seriously, I've got. That's the first time in years I've got. Well, no, since I watched Stops Pussy last week, <laughs> 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 no, I had goosebumps talking about Bob. But like, see, that's what you need. You know, it doesn't have to be. Everything doesn't have to be. Uh, I, I mean, it's not even always there, but it doesn't always have to be the Earth on the line. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't have no, to I be. Agree. You know, it, it it doesn't always have to be cataclysmic to. Yeah. Well, anywhere really. It's it's a bad guy versus good guy thing. Yeah. Um, Baddie versus goodies. Well, that's the, the yeah. key story. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that as a story. As a, a point to lift your story from. What's this next film? Right. Oh, well, I wonder what. Wonder what sort of stunts and scrapes he gets into. I wonder what the villains like. They're not going to be like. I wonder what the relationship and his backstory is. Um, anyway, we. <laughs> but you. Nice. Go, go, linking that back to what you said, Chris, about it did feel like a family, uh, the production team, and it's like, almost like a village where everybody left, and they, they, they didn't really do any other films, did they, Eon? At the time, it was just a, a non-stop factory of Bond films going on and on, and yeah. you start, you could start at the bottom theoretically and work your way up. I think and Rob's John got loose pimples again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, John Glenn's the classic example, like we said, isn't it? Yeah, he, yeah. He's gone all. I think yeah. he started in on a Manchester Secret Service. And he's yeah. nowadays. There's no way the producers would would give someone who'd been working behind the scenes the director seat. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, oh, who's a flashy director who's got a bit of a name? Well, that's what it is now. Uh, isn't it? for it's like, well, uh, And yeah. that, I mean, because they did that in a sense with Sam Mendes, but then only re- they only rehired him because everyone loved Skyfall. They didn't do it because oh, we like to reward people who are in, in our hmm. in our family at all. <laughs> but. <laughs> That backfired, obviously, but uh, we, we will get on. <laughs> <laughs> but I, lo- I, I do love that that constant thing where, um, and I wish I was young. Uh, sorry, I wish I was uh, older 
at the time when Bond was out, you know, twice a year. Oh, and yeah. I could be really, really excited about, like, well, no, there'll be another Bond in a couple of years' time. It's going to be amazing. It'll be all different, all so, new. And it's from that same family of people that yeah. love it so much yeah. and get it. We, I remember being yes. totally depressed that there was a three-year gap between World Is Not Enough and Dino the Day. I couldn't take oh, I could, it. Yeah. You know, I had, to, yeah. had to wait until the end of university before the next the next Bond after you've got... Since Goldeneye, it was three in five years, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that that wait between License and Goldeneye as well, that six years felt absurd. It's partly because I think the... It's not necessarily just Daniel Craig, but the actors, the, the, he he hates being Bond or whatever, so he wants to do other films. He doesn't want to get typecast. So he wants to do other films in between them. And... Roger Moore is like I, I don't care about any other films to be honest. I'm I'm James Bond. It's the biggest deal ever. Yeah. I I re- really honoured. And every interview we have with him, he he says, "Oh, I'm not a very good Bond, but I, I love it." You know, I'm no sure. Well, yeah, no and I think Pierce, I think you know. Yeah, and I think even, even Pierce Brosnan got yeah. that. He was that that was that was yeah. the, like I said, that's the, the crown jewels was being Bond. Yeah. You know that's that's it, and and you're lucky that that you know you've got a little time here to go off and do something. And I, I quite like that, that Bosnan went and did like Dante's Peak and Mars Attack, yeah. Mars mm. Attacks, where he's like you know clearly having loads of fun, Way and it's completely time, different. Yeah. You know, it, it, and it's like that's what you should be doing. It's like and you go back and you bond and you transcend. You're not just the actor; you are Bond. Yeah, you know, it's like there's so much more to it's it. And, like, I, and that's the other thing, isn't it? Oh, you ever hear, hear about Daniel Craig? In whinging about like, his characterization, <laughs> how he's wanted to quit, how he, how he's sick and how he yeah. doesn't want to be typecast, and slip well, you know what you're getting into. It's Bond. It's pro- probably one of the most famous yeah. characters in, in film and literature. Like it's huge. At least Dalton sort we... of accepted it. It got too much yeah. for him. You know, like the attention mm-hmm. because it is it is demanding in between the films. Whenever anyone sees you, you are Bond. You know, any public appearance, no, I'll Jerry Bond's here. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing is that with Daniel Craig, he goes, I don't, I don't want to be typecast with Bond. The two last films I saw in him, which weren't Bond, were Knives Out, which is a murder mystery, and Logan Lucky. And he's the, the same film. southern accent he's, in both of them. Exactly. <laughs> and he's so it's like, terrible accent. I don't want to be Bond, but I want to be in heist films, or I want to be in mystery films. If you don't yeah. want to be Bond, go and put yourself in a Will Ferrell comedy and go the yeah, complete yeah. other way. Do you know yes, what I mean? how good would that be? You know, I, I, some... I, I, It's one of the most... When he said that, I'd rather... Sl- what was the... Yeah, and play Bond again. And then he did. I yeah. mean, I just I couldn't think of anything more ungrateful in my whole life mm-hmm. you know, yeah, than that. But... Like, you... you, the, the, you know, Especially in the context of struggling actors everywhere. I mean, it, it's just... You've got one of the... You know, arguably the greatest gig in, in, in all of acting... And mm. that is your response yeah. to it. And I you get paid a, yeah. a, a disgusting amount of money. Yeah. He also gave him like a producer credit. Oh, he was, he was, know. you know, he'd heard him like influencing the, the, the script, the script yeah, and, the, and the way it's like, you know, <laughs> you don't hire, you don't hire him, Daniel so Craig, for his dialogue. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no. You hire him because he, because he looks like a meathead, and he, yeah. you know, he can do stuff. It's not like yeah. you're on a you're on a, you're not on a you know Daniel Craig's bonds on on a conveyor belt. It's like it's not like you're churning them out once a year. Yeah. You know you've yeah. got ample time to go ahead and yeah. do whatever you want. And if you right if you didn't if you don't want it you know then jog on mate. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've had, I, I, like, if you're going to whinge about it, because, like, to be honest, one of the things that like I loved about the other one, the other bonds, was like they always appreciated what what it brought really them, did. what it did yeah. for them, yeah. and yeah. like and and how it made them transcendent. Like that thing with transcend is a great word, but you know that that we we shared that story about that young boy who met Roger Moore at Nice Airport, and his yeah. grandfather yes. didn't know who he was. You know, like. And that is just, I can't imagine any young boy wanting to go and see Daniel Craig's version of James Bond. <laughs> you know, and wants to go up and speak to him or anything like that. And that's like, the one, I think, like, the the direction Bond has taken from the higher-ups is, is all wrong. But two, Craig does not want this. He doesn't care about this. And his own words say that. So, yeah. mate, you don't even want this. So jog on. Just, <laughs> just, just do what one, you mate. Just, what you just said about playing on what you said about the direction they've taken is all wrong, Rob. I totally agree. But I think the reason why they took it's all wrong is because they don't know where they're taking it. Because no. one minute, one minute they're going serious and we go Bond, Bond, and then we go, oh, we we'll push it a bit more back with Skyfall. But in essence, and I love Skyfall, I'm going to be the defendant of Skyfall. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, but, of course. But in it's essence, a good movie. It's a good movie. It's, it's I mean... Christopher Nolan deserves some serious credit for the Dark Knight. Ha- Harry will let Harry, my brother, will definitely go further into this. He does think that we're trying to be, you know, Bond begins essentially. It's trying. Yeah. It's got far too much yeah. Christopher Nolan Dark Knight influence in it, and then it goes Spectre, which doesn't know what it is. It's the least self-aware picture I think I've ever seen at a cinema. It's I'm a complete mess, that. isn't it? It's it's yeah. it's so un- it's just like it's trying to be on a Majesty's Secret Service at times. It's trying to be funny with some gags at times. It takes a concept that Austin Powers took the mick out of fifteen years before <laughs> and thinks that that's a good idea to make Blofeld and Bond a bad uh, brothers. And it was a joke, you know, in um, Austin oh. Powers. They made a joke of it, as in. In the by the time it's the third film, like oh yes, you're actually brothers. (laughs) And they throw three hundred million pounds at this, and they think to themselves that this is a great film, and it's this just to tie it in a bit. Well, like you were saying, Rob, as well with kids growing up to it. um, My my niece, who's I think he's about eight. Uh, Sam, he he prefers the older films because the stunts are more practical, and he said he he feels like he's actually doing it. Whereas the, yeah. the new ones, he didn't feel that sort of connection with. So even Isn't that so, the future, Isn't yeah, that the future of what you want you, the children, not necessarily, I mean, not necessarily <laughs> for young children. Manifesto, but like James, Bond. but like th- this is what you want, you know. I grew up wanting to be James Bond. I'd imagine that all four of us did yeah. at one point or other, to a certain extent or other. But not anymore. I mean, I know I'm in my mid thirties now. <laughs> that would be frowned upon. Oh, but like, Twenty years, there, there Roger is, Moore. Yeah. But yeah. there's nothing to there's nothing to be sort of like there's nothing aspirational about this Bond now. No. There's nothing no. that makes me think there's something I want to be. I mean, it, it's just a very nasty piece of work. <laughs> and I know that people think like you know, oh, he's true to the character in the books. He's not. Really? No. He's not. I mean, he was nasty in the books, but at least, you know, you could get behind him. You know, there were elements, there were parts of his character that you could root for in that. But, no, uh, sorry, this has turned into a a digression of where, and it was always going to happen at some point, of where the Bond franchise has gone to. We are so passionate 
everybody listening about James Bond that you cannot you can't talk about one film in isolation. No, and you no, can't no. talk about yeah. the things you love in these films without harking back to well not harking back, looking forward to how it's going now. So when we do yeah. discuss the likes of particularly Quantum of Solace and Spectre, we are inevitably going to be saying, Oh, but why didn't they do it like Octopus in? Why didn't they get the practical stunts there? Why did they focus on the character? Why did they take this direction? Why does Daniel Craig hate James Bond? We we will we will go back to that uh, many times though because it's a it's a running theme. But anyway, um, Gogol is chasing down all of us. Just one last thing, Tom, and I'm so sorry about this, but you reminded me when you mentioned your uh, your nephew Sam. Yeah. Um, that uh, my daughter. Um, who's nine, said to me, uh, you know, and think about how into Bond you were at nine. I mean, yeah. like she said, and I know, you know, she's into different stuff, and I know everyone's into different stuff. She hasn't got a clue who James Bond is. Not a clue at all. And I said, do, you know, do people at school, you know, do they ever talk about or want to be, do the boys play James Bond? And she said, I've never even heard of it, you know. And just, you know, if you think you're looking at, you know, a connection with an audience, you don't have one. At the moment, no. Eon does not have a connection with a young audience that, whatsoever. It's half her life before the next one's come out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's gone. true. So, yeah, by this point, uh, General Gogol and his sort of uh, so- uh, Soviet soldiers have managed to track down all of And there's a, another quite tense stakeout. They, they managed to get him to the border because if, if he crosses the border, then he's made it, hasn't he? He's got away with all this, and the train will have gone. And it's quite an epic. It's again quite brutal for a PG the way he gets rained down with bullets. Oh, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's serious business. Still a long way to go from the end, where like the ultimate villain, I suppose, yeah. the way he gets iced. Do you, um, what do you think about having sort of two villains? I know it's some like Living Daylights. That's one of the criticisms, isn't it, of having two sort of major villains, and neither one of them seems. Like a megalomaniac, I, I, I'm not going to criticise that in Living Daylights at all. No, I think it's cool, um, especially if your villain or one of your villains. Well, no, actually, both of us. I mean, think about Louis Jordan and and Stephen Burkoff. Yeah, you know, the like big I mean, characters, the pair there. of them. Yeah, yeah they, they, two of them in one film. Bring it on, that's fine by I, me. I think it works better here than it does in Living Daylights, personally, and I think that that's because Great. of Louis Jordan. Um, I think having both. Um, I think Koskoff, I love Koskoff. I think Whitaker is. If we trusted Koskoff, we wouldn't be talking. <laughs> I think Whitaker's a bit bland. Um, but I think, like, you've got your mad general who in all off, but you've got a really suave sideman in Khan. Um, yeah. The only other one I think it kind of works in, World is Not Enough. Yeah. Although I do think I will massively argue the case that Electra's the main baddie in that one. Um, oh, as absolutely. To Renard. Yeah. yeah. 100% um, agree. But no, I, I, I love having two villains. Have as many as possible. Yeah. It's all great for me. I think, it, yeah, I think it works really well because obviously the tide, you know, it's not, they're not, you know, that they are p- part of the plot. You know, the whole sort of smuggling and the jewels and, the, and you know, and that because they're all linked. It's not kind of oh, well, we've got written this character. How can we shoot mm. all of them in and then they know them and it turns out the you know that sort of stuff but I think I think it works really well and I think that they're also very distinct it's not just a case of kind of it's the same character in a different posture yeah you know and you know I think um 
and they all you know I think I think all of is is such a great character mm. and is 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 believable and and um, I think well I think the, I think that all of them are. But I, I really, I, I love all. I think I, I, I'm always gutted when I get shot in the back. Yeah, you wanted, you wanted him <laughs> <in laughs> such an over the top death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone wanted to succeed. It's so good. Tomorrow, yeah, I wanted to see him become a hero yeah. in the Soviet Union. I will be a hero yes. of the Soviet Union. <laughs> and then like the Swedish eye rolling death. Oh, it's, it's lovely, isn't it? It's lovely. It's like, you know, can you imagine, like, behind the camera, yeah, like, like, the <laughs> camera operator's like, yeah. can you imagine, like, first take ruined because the first camera operator was like, <laughs> Stephen, come on, just, come just on, downplay Stephen. it at the end of your character. <laughs> I can't do that now. I've been pantomime this thus far. I've got to deliver on my death. <laughs> yeah, go go like, come on, mate. No, uh, you, can't, yeah. you can't be doing that, mate. <laughs> no way. If you like the Really 007 podcast, why not follow us on Facebook, as well as Instagram and Twitter. Look us up at Really 007 Pod. Really 007. Yeah, so that's sadly the end of all of. Um, we, yeah, we then, I think we've, we've covered the gorilla. What, oh, we didn't mention when, when Bond is a gorilla. Can you remember he checks his watch? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's a deliberate joke, I'm assuming. Yeah, and that is a funny is, joke. Yeah, yeah. That is a genuinely <laughs> funny joke. That he forgets that he's hiding. It's not great spy work. No, sorry, I'm just saying it's not great no. spy work checking your watch. No, it's not. Yeah, no, yeah. No. But I, lo- I love, like, like I was saying before, like that the, the, they throw, you know, as Bond's getting closer to it, they throw him from the train, and he's like, and then you get this race. But there's also kind of, you know, that's where he racks up the tension and it's just quite a frustrating watch yeah. seeing him, particularly when he's struggling to get a lift with those teenagers <laughs> and he gives them, oh, he gives them a, a signal, a, not a very polite oh, signal. That's the most un <laughs> And that is funny. Yeah, it it is, is funny, genuinely yeah. funny. And it is not, maybe not Bond. No, it know? is. It's, <laughs> no, but it, it is Bond because it, no, I, I was wrong in saying it's not Bond because it is Bond because it's done with that lovely Roger Moore deliberation. You know, it's so, <laughs> such an agreeable... Um, Jesse went away, but this is of course after they've gone into proper. I mean, I don't know where they filmed this this little cabin, but it's amazing. Like, oh, I, it's I didn't incredible. know. It's amazing. Isn't it? It's the lushest environment I've ever seen, and and uh, that you know it's pretty grim. Uh, knife right through the stomach, which again, you know, like um, our TV edits didn't have that. You know, I was just about to say that, Rob. Yeah, we we didn't yeah. get the line, and oh, that's for 009. It yes, was just no, a no cut way. from. Mm. Him just flinging the, the the dagger, and then it cuts the mm. circus. You know, with the the thing that, of course, um, Spectre copied with the schoolman. Oh yes, the circus, yeah. The Day of the Dead, borrowing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. liberally off Octopus, you know. Uh, anyway, yep, yep. Not Mexico, nothing to do with that. But. <laughs> yeah, but that oh, it's so good. Again, the the music comes back for the death, and he's super. Sort of, yeah. Da, da, da. Oh, and the, this is for my brother. Oh, it's it's so oh. pleasing that That's scene. The but like oh. the, the panic on Moore's face is excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's stuck, got sweat on. He's terrified. Yeah, he's pinned to the wall. You know, I still think he probably. You know, it's just the edges of your shirt, mate. Just walk away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the knives will pop out. <laughs> um, 
But no, no, it's great ah, stuff. Opening the door noise. and then... <laughs> awful. Ah! Uh, yeah, super stuff. Lovely cabin. Someone's got a... You know, next time they go on their fishing trip or wherever <laughs> in, it's an awful discovery of a blouse-wearing man yeah. who's <laughs> bled out from an awful stomach wound. Um but yeah, the, the, then uh, this is so frustrating, the, the car stuff, because he's not getting there quick enough, and it's yeah. so oh. traumatic. It is, yeah. yeah. And then the Germans. With the, oh, oh, they're brilliant. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this Englander. How good do those beers look? Those beers. Yeah. Flipping yeah. Egg, you know, and chin, how, chin buddies. <laughs> how amazing does that little German village that they stopped? Oh, it's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. With, that, with the oh. phone box. I'm like, I want to find where that is. That is yes. yeah. I hope it isn't unbelievable. in Hertfordshire. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, no, it's if it is, auto, good. I'll, I'll go on my lockdown <laughs> holiday. But, yeah. But, oh, Could we have like wow. maybe um, when really 007 goes massive and we have to do it on tour? Can we do an episode from that cafe <laughs> in that square? You know, all sat outside with microphones on oh, the front, having wow. lovely beers yeah. and verse. Like a stunt, a stunt uh, show, Oktoberfest fusion. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, come on, listeners, you know what to do. Get so us there. Good. How good Please. though if you did see uh, Roger Moore dressed as a twin. On the side of the road, <laughs> you'd be like, "Yeah, right, great, sorry, I've got an important meeting, but Roger needs picking up." <laughs> well, has he got rid of the? Is he still got the waistcoat at this point? Yeah, yeah, he's in. Yeah, yeah he's full outfit at the moment. Excellent, and also excellent. gorgeous sort of Missed Michael that. Jackson shoes as well, if you've noticed. <laughs> you, you see the proper... Oh, yeah, you see them uh, particularly well when he's sort of dangling on the side of the train. And yeah. I don't know how he doesn't break his legs. Probably the stuntman did. But he's like skimming along, isn't he, with the Jackson shoes? Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, the outfits so are just the top, aren't they? Like um, Motown 25 loafers. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. <laughs> It was <laughs> absolutely. Sadly, no white socks though. For... <laughs> no, sadly, left them on Grishka yeah. or or Mishka, obviously. So then um, we we finally. Oh yeah, well he's got that. Uh, the called the base commander. That guy in the oh, he's wearing a, a red shirt. Oh yeah. Again, I was I was, so, I was confused. Why are the Americans here? I thought we were in Germany. I was, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a child, like, it's what? quite. Um, I love, quite realistic, like, and I really hope this comes out the right way, but I detected a little, little Jamaican in there. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, um, yeah. and I love the realism that, you know, part the of the US commander, effort, yeah. possibly. <laughs> yeah, the base commander. Um, and then, you know, the I love the overkill of, you know, <laughs> when he goes through, yeah, boy, in the air, in the air <laughs> like, oh, ah! <laughs> Furious. <laughs> I greased myself at that this time round. Yeah, Yeah, you know, there's kids on base don't be doing this. Um, But it's great, is it? I I love it. Is that where, um, you know, damn it, man, it's urgent! You know, it's it's, it's again the high Stakes are massive. Like, he, this is my yeah. favourite. I think favourite bomb, disp- bomb defusal in the whole oh, franchise. Right. I think actually. Well, before it could well before be. he gets there, that. he's he goes in the caravan site, doesn't he? Where they're all sort of changing. Yeah. 
Yes. Um, and finds time to put a full face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bomb's gonna go Faultlessly off. Faultlessly as well. Yeah, but oh, I like the idea of those deep. True spy work there. He's One must become the character. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, can you imagine the like the lost scenes of him like Bringland Jim? <laughs> 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 It's so nice. <laughs> well, the most. But it's a cracking car chase. It as is, well, yeah, yeah. It's a great car chase. Really good. Yeah. He, really good. To be fair, he's. Most, I think most furniture salesmen from Leeds know how to apply makeup in a, uh, in a yeah. tight. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, for finally, he's uh, in the clown, the clown fit. Finally, <laughs> and it goes yeah, it's, uh, full tilt compared <coughs> to 009, doesn't it? Again. Oh yeah. yeah. He nearly in. gets caught. Straight for the nuke. Yeah. So, it seems well, so realistic, those soldiers, don't they? The, you know, they, like when they sort of think, double check and he comes out and it was obviously him. Yeah. It's great. And he does that um, with his hands, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> that. his palms up. Like, he has a it. cheesy grin when he does it as yeah, well. Like, he puts the little circus yeah. face on, mm-hmm. doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But then, well, as soon as he's in there and then, you know, a clown jumps on his back. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> 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 um, oh, that's when you know they've introduced Francis, Francis yeah, Francisco de Fearless, yeah. and he comes out and yeah, Fran the Fearless. That's done really well. How they think he's part of the act, you know, and they're sort of oh, yeah. to him. So all oh, the, the children kids crying, watching, laughing. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> for me, for me, it's such an unfair criticism. Yeah, the clown is thrown at this. The cl- bond in a clown for it, it. For me personally, it fits in with the plot. It doesn't Somehow become does. silly. It, it it's tense. It works. I think I, I think the crowd react to it how it is. They think it's yeah. silly. They think it's part of it. I love it. I have no problem with bonding a clown fit. What's clown outfit whatsoever? <laughs> Great clown, clown fit. fit. Lovely. Great clown, clown fit. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet, everyone. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they love it. We know when he takes off the. You know, because that's the first time as we call back that Maud Adams has seen him again. Since yes. Exactly. Yeah. The the, the croc. Damn it, man! I'm a so, British um, agent. Oh yeah, it's so good, you know. Tell him who I am. Yeah. You know, oh, it's, they double cross you at the it, border. Yeah, it's oh. it's it's brilliant, and, and more is brilliant, and more. You know, Mog doesn't give himself any credit whatsoever, but he's great in this. He scene. is, yeah. yeah. And um, he and is. can we just please can we talk about the the kick to the nuts? It's the greatest <laughs> ever, I, honestly. Like with a, a, a size twenty clown boot. <laughs> on, I, Van Damme he's in, incinerated best. this guy's balls I mean he really has um, and then uh, yeah we're on to the uh, well Ma- Magda sort of says yeah he'll ruin the entire yeah. operation so does that mean she is yeah. a bit worse than we thought then I don't know isn't she thinking about the smuggling operation though? yes I, guess presumably, yes, yeah. I think yeah, so yeah she must be yeah, yeah. but I, get, I was thinking like she's Dead freaky, isn't she? You know, she's in some weird stuff like she's like, you'll ruin the entire operation. <laughs> you know, like getting kicks everywhere from scrapbooks and, you know, enterprises being dashed. <laughs> uh, but, like, then she goes over, you know, as he's trying to get in, Bond's trying to get into the, you know, the compartment to see the nuke. You know, it's a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Let's not. This is so high stakes. Um, and then, you know, um, Maud Adams takes an age to aim the gun. Yes, she oh, does. Yeah, she yeah. But she like, like it's right, perfect. Four seconds gone, Maud. Thank <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? uh, yeah, but she has previous in this because she takes such an age to fire it when they throw themselves yes. into the water to the point yeah, that she, she does, doesn't yeah. even fire it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, come yeah, on, a Maud. mechanical drop came in. 
And a nice little, uh, the, the, I love the scene with Kamal Khan and Govinda are in the car, and, yeah. it doesn't, and there's that where it doesn't start, <laughs> yeah. and they kind of lower it. Oh, yeah. Again, a funny, a little witty, yeah. and it's like it just offers that little bit of relief. Yeah. yeah. But yes. also yeah. racks up the tension because they're like, are, are we going to escape yeah. this? Going yeah. On? And we will re- be rid of him too. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, yeah, they're, they're brilliant in every scene they are in. I love them both. Well, yeah, they're great. When both. the police are trying to sort of stop Bond from doing all this, still until the gunshot by Octopussy, mm. the kids think the police are part of the act. They don't. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, but, you know, like the gunshot, the ricochet is metal, isn't it? Oh, it could have gone anywhere. Kill millions. Someone on the front row. Like, yeah. Everyone's yeah. laughing. Yeah, yeah like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the, I love the device, the bomb device, the mm. twist, yeah. and then oh. pull it out. It oh, pops. it's so nice! Quite oh. 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 so good. Yeah, right. It's really well done. And that's uh, again, yeah. that's like it's to the wire, but it's not too on the nose. Yeah, and yeah. also you also see, you get a payoff when you see the little rods pop out. Oh, yeah. good. It's like it's a, it's it's a live thing. It's, it's not so flicking good. a switch. It's like, no. and it offers a little bit of relief, but also it's like. Yeah. Wow, we're really That's close. Cool. It's the same sort yeah, of glorious that... design on as on Spy Love Me, isn't it? The, mm. the bomb in the in the submarine. Oh, yes. yes. You know that it comes out, Just... pops out, and it's so a physical bomb. Yeah. You know, oh, if you wanted, so, so nice. does it stop on 007 on one of the films? Is that on Goldfinger? Uh, Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Goldfinger, I mean, yeah, Rob, yeah. You, you said that this was your favourite bomb defusal. So, just remind us which ones there are. There's this. There's Goldfinger. Yeah. So... I think I might have gone a bit bold on that one, but it's the fact that this is a nuke, that yeah, the scale yeah, of this yeah, is yeah, so yeah. big. And also, I love the design of the bomb, the little flicky-out bits. Mm. Oh, they're yeah. so cool, because they like cement, as you were saying, Chris, just how close we were. Mm. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, we, we, we were really close. Um, and even filming that must have been brilliant. Like As you were filming that take, you must have been like, oh, we got it there. Yeah. I mean, we really got it there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this, this obviously is uh, Goldfinger. Um, well, isn't enough, there's a the nice flicky anti bits. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, but this sticks in my head so much because of how tense it is. I think. Yeah. I think this um, is the one that seems to go to the wire as much as well, isn't it? Because yeah. it, it doesn't yeah. it like doesn't he pull it out at pretty much one second? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah, it, yeah. it detonates. As, yeah. Yeah. As yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and it's because the, the little prongs that pop out are the detonation. Yeah. So. And he gets a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, great, very grateful. No, yeah. then they all have a laugh and they carry on. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> okay, kids. Um, yeah. and, but his, his smile as well, more smile as he's shaking hands. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, Again, it's really nice. Europe. Yeah, he saved everybody, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd love to know what happened, you know, immediately after that. Yeah, this could like, did they, to be fair. Did, yeah, did, they, go, did they send home? Yeah. Or did they just carry on with the show? No. It really looked like they carried on. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not because like could you imagine like the next thing they did was that they exploded that cannon yeah. with all the uranium underneath uh, it. <laughs> and the nuke went off anyway, you know. Really into the fact that after this nuclear bomb went off, the show must go on, you know. Like, children were <laughs> Francisco the Fearless was desperate to get back in that cannon. He it? was bursting, yeah, man. He was absolutely oh, bursting. No! Well, that's the case. Yeah. Isn't it? it works in the film more than I care about you thinking that's unrealistic. You know, it's, yep. it's, it's more yeah. important. I, I want the kids, you know, to think that a, a nuke aversion 
was part of the show. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, well, a lot of them will. They do, all go home happy. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that moment when that clown smashed <laughs> that geezer in the nuts, then diffused a bomb? How good was that? <laughs> I, just, I just remember my, my favourite bomb actually going off in a bomb film has to be Ooh. the um, <laughs> the bomb in the cake that Bond delivers to Winston Kidd. So ahead of the time. Those characters. So much to unpack. Sleepless there. nights beforehand watching that. <laughs> oh, oh. King of Camp. The over the top death after a scorpion goes down the doctor's Doctor Tynan sent us. That's a that's a weird tone that film. It really I remember is, as a kid it's just like Yeah. It's like it's like the same feeling, but no no it's a bit like watching Flash Gordon for the first yeah. time. You, there's just like something not quite right about the t- Am I missing something? I'm like, like yeah, like, music. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a bit it's a smutty it's Vegas comic oh, yeah. Yeah. anyway yeah. Uh, oh yeah Shady Shady Acres Shady Acres anyway how many years did my brother you know when we would, would sign in at hotels uh, say his name was Klaus Hergesheimer oh yeah 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 radiation shields Klaus Hergesheimer so, ah. You're right, it doesn't really matter that or what what happened immediately after this bomb disposal because to be honest, the going back to India it could be months later, who knows? It's yeah. almost like we need to get thing. we need to get uh, Khan because he's got away in all this, and obviously Octopus is on board with the operation, as are the acrobats who were uh, again more injuries apparently. Apparently Christina Christina Wayborn got broken ankle or something doing some of those oh, stunts. Geez. Yeah, really. But the yeah, it's uh, that was filmed at Pinewood. I'm sorry to say as well. The, oh. Not, not the chase afterwards. It must be, it the, must be. the actual stunt. I, I, I have to be honest. I do not understand the plan at the end. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm probably not supposed to, but I do. But I do not know why. Why? <laughs> why is part of the right? No, no. That's all. That's all brilliant. I love Octopussy going back to reclaim what's hers. Um, and you know, obviously, she confronts, con- confronts, confronts Louis Jordan, and um, he says the immortal, that's you know, it, extra it? syllable, octopusy, yeah. octopus, so film, isn't it? You don't, <laughs> yeah, you it don't is. That. Why is the plan, you know, after the, all this combat, for Bond to arrive so late on a balloon? I, I don't. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why do they? they all the good work? stuff's go- done. Yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> is, an old man. Is, yeah. It's just like an overseer. It's <laughs> like I've just come as the referee. That's all, you know. And just he's floating above the sea, looking at everything like, "Oh no, they've got to!" Oh, yeah. damn it! <laughs> it goes. I have a theory that actually they weren't. He wasn't supposed to. He was like on a hot dog balloon, kind of trip with Q. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got blown off course. Drifted <laughs> 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 oh, to the monsoon palace again. Girls selling themselves. 
Uh, oh yeah, oh, English so that, What a delivery yeah. of that! Yeah, yeah. delivery. He's so good, Gabinda. I think Gabinda is um, up there. He's definitely above Jaws for me as a um, yeah. uh, henchman yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. I'd go with that. Comfortably, I'd go comfortably. With that. He's a real yeah, threat, he's isn't in, he? Physical threat. He is. Yeah, he's in there with Necros for me. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He yeah. doesn't have his own theme tune. Necros yeah. has his own theme tune. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was Chrissy Hines singing that. Anyway, it was. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Bond getting off the um, the balloon. The yeah. Balloon with the Bond theme. Oh. Get, getting involved. Yeah, and swinging in and all this. It's, no it's up. Bond. Yeah. Bond. Bond, <laughs> Bond. It's great. It's it runs on great. hot air. Yeah, cracking that's... little one line. Oh, Didn't yeah, understand that. Right. When I was older, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, the you know again he gets himself a massive machine gun and, and goes to absolute town. Oh, but Rob, I another everybody. tiger, yet another tiger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. again? Is that is that Bond's? But is he? You hear this like <laughs> as it goes over. <laughs> yeah, is that Bond's Bond voice? Sending to be a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> or is it if he's scared of the tiger? Screaming <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's not Roger Well, that's sliding down. He's, he's, so, he's so pinpoint a shot. He's a yeah. crack shot, isn't he? I, I, and I love that because he's supposed to be a crack yeah. shot. You're James <laughs> Bond. You're a crack shot. Let's not look around here. If you think it's of great. Bond moments again, it gets you half fluttering. The Bond theme staircase. as he goes down the yeah, as he oh, goes yeah. down the staircase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, the yeah. panic on his face, but it's just <laughs> shooting at yeah. eyes. Not condoning totally, violence. But... Absolutely perfect. <laughs> Absolutely I mean, perfect. It, it reminds me in some ways of the Pitt's Glory scene at the end of Her Majesty's. In, yeah. What I mean by that is, is is that it's kind of like a quick finale. So you've had a big, yeah. intense, long-winding kind of thing, and then it's like, we need to put an action scene at the yeah. end of it. So what we're going to do is we're going to escape. We're going to go straight the to the... Storm the palace. We're going to go straight to the hideout. And it has those moments. So like when you talk about um, sliding down the banister and Roger obviously shooting the knob at the bottom and all the rest of it but it's it, the bomb theme's going very similar to when uh, George Lazenby's 
uh, gliding across the, the snow, the uh, ice, you yeah. know, when he's yeah. doing that, shooting the gun. <clears throat> it's got that same thing about it. It's brilliant. Love it. It's top. Mm. Yeah. So Bond. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Total Bond. Um, the callbacks of the lovely gadgets, the LCD screen, yes. no longer used for perverted means. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my work now, so that's good. The lovely draft, um, and you see some of Octopus's... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, because... It, oh, sorry, yeah, because he's knocked her out. Gabinda's... Is it Gabinda who knocked her out? Yeah, yeah. it is, yeah, because it's with them... Uh, we were talking before about um, frame rate being sped up in an action sequence, and this backhand is... I felt yes. quite sped up. Yeah. Peter Hunter. Very much. Yeah. It's that's that's when sort of almost she she wants to confront him and sort of tell him how she really feels. Because she could have just killed him, couldn't she? <clears throat> She's desperate to sort of let him know how what an utter swine and betray how she he's betrayed her. <laughs> And then he he sort of cons her, doesn't he? We could make millions, and then distracts her, of course, uh, before knocking her out. <coughs> she gets knocked out again. She gets slapped again and put on the horse. Oh, it's mm. constant. Yeah. Or, <laughs> me, meanwhile, we've got uh, Q with his women. We've got all that. Yeah, nice. yeah. Later, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Later, perhaps. Later, perhaps. Uh, the, uh, can we talk about Bond's clothes in this scene? Yes. Uh, yeah. Underrated. Like... Yeah. Uh, right, right. Lovely jacket. Um, lovely. It's like a bomber jacket <laughs> with um, a white shirt and navy slacks. Um, yeah. And um, it looks like every sort of like fairly in shape granddad ever <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> to the pub for someone's birthday. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Did he wear it to, so to go nice. to the San Francisco town hall? And where he had a fire and all. It that. looks yeah. very oh. similar, yeah. The idea that Bond re- uses the same clothes is the <laughs> yeah. nicest idea. Like, can you imagine, like, oh no, packing for San Francisco, like, oh, I might have to go to a town hall after hours. <laughs> Best take the soup, you know, the, yeah. the clothes from the monsoon palace. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so nice. Ah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah the, horse the, chase. Uh, ch- chasing a horse, yeah. Bond on a horse. Yeah, it's real. He- so, my thing with that scene. Is is the quite blatantly obvious change of day? I was just so about he, to say, yeah. Uh, yes. yes, I presume yeah. it's dawn. I, that's what I've always assumed. Mm-hmm. Th- that could work. It's a dawn raid on the work. palace, and then it's getting lighter and lighter. But it doesn't because the music's going on. It doesn't quite. It gets too light too soon, maybe. Mm. Yeah. For the it, does, it does seem very much dark to light. Yeah, I always find. Yeah. It. Yeah, and also that won't be helped by going from soundstage to location as well. <laughs> you know, suddenly, yeah, of course. Oh, we're outdoors, course, so there's yeah, loads yeah. of natural light. <laughs> <laughs> and there isn't a jungle this time next to the... No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't, it's true. Well, that was a, com- very, no, was very that true. a different palace that I've lost track now. No, that was it, Monsoon Palace. Monsoon palace. Yeah, yeah, same palace. Yeah. Supposed to be, you know, like, when we were, looked before... You know when, like, oh look up there, there's Monsoon Palace. It was literally a palace at the top of a mountain. Oh yeah. I don't, re- I don't really remember this runway being there. <laughs> <laughs> now it looks Truthfully. like uh, where uh, Nikros, of course, fell to his death. It's the same sort of area. It does, doesn't sort of it? Afghanistan yeah. Type. Yeah. <laughs> G- Gabinda hits her three times, slaps her again in the plane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's uh, so uh, unlikable yeah. villain. That's what you want. But, but we like him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, G- Gabinda pulls out the immortal line, doesn't he, on that plane? And he goes, 
up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Up there. It's so good. Go out there. Yeah. Out get there. Oh. Get him. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, oh. the, the elation and the excitement when you see Bond clinging to that roof. It's Oof. incredible. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, the hair yeah. all flat to his head. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's super. It's a really convincing scene. You know, it's real. Yeah. I know, I know we know it isn't him. It's not Roger, but the cuts have done well. No, yeah. 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 There's no kind of like obvious back project. No, no. Kind of him. We've not no. got clearly it's just like in the studio. Like, holding up. I hate set yeah. in Living Daylights. Yeah. You, you can't, like the rock, the mountains in the background when he's dangling onto yeah. the, you know, the shoe and all that. It's, I, I yeah. try not to look at it now because it, it ruins one of the best scenes in the whole series for me. But anyway. Mm. Um, but we get. We we get the same noise as Necros's death. <laughs> I don't know what noise I'd make. You know, like oh no, oh, dear. <laughs> That's it. Oh That's no, it, it's yeah, it's such a Roger Moore way to kill someone. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're on the top of an aeroplane. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> Timothy Dalton does it. We're going to be climbing up some ropes and we'll cut his shoe so he falls yeah. off. Roger Moore, we're going to flick the aerial into yeah. his face. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so babyish. Like, oh, yeah, like, he's not screaming from the fact that he's falling to his death. He's screaming because it really hurt his head. <laughs> <laughs> Really smart. Yeah. I think it, it is a bit kind of. It's a little anti-climax because you do want to see them have another. Yeah, it's such a great set piece. You know, just hang on, yeah. play. Yeah, and just and then it's like boing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh right, okay. But I don't, logistically, how could you have a fist fight up there? Because every time you let go, you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought it'd be a bit more of a like a you know a bit of a scrap, you know, kind of holding on to each other, kicking, yeah. kind of kick him off the way. Yeah, yeah. Dangling but it is just, the... <laughs> just. I love the idea that they weren't you know, like in the real world. As soon as either of them, like, you know, <laughs> just as soon as either of them got out, like Cabinda, like out there, right? Okay, like <laughs> he's just he's just on the horizon somewhere now. You know? We might as well um, wait. When he. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's he's he's not in a great way up there. I mean, he's got enough to worry about. You don't need to go out there and sort him out. You know, if he survives landing, you know, well, then address it. But he's it. so, but he's so submissive. Because the minute he's going, yeah, he oh, there, yeah, yes, excellence. You know, like, yeah, straight yes, out yeah. of it. You know, like, yes, excellence. <laughs> and it's only going to go one way for him, isn't it? You know, the minute he yeah. goes out there, it's it's, it's good night. Yeah, chances really, are both you know. of them are going to die in real life. I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> Kamal <laughs> Khan is a terrible pilot, though, we learn. Uh, you oh, can't yes. land the plane. I know there's no fuel. I presume that's what it is, is it? Is it Bond's released the fuel or he's cut something? Or... Oh, no. Oh, yeah, he's, he's played with one of the engines. Yeah, yeah, he's messed some like cables, yeah. Cut it um, out, yeah. But that's, yeah, that's really quite nice. well done, I think, again, the music to, uh, to it. Yeah. And, and again, the, like feel... an actual engine yeah. going off in midair. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's brilliant. You, feel, you do feel it's like really it good. could die and they're really dangling on. Octopus in Bond. Like, again, the yeah. stun when you see it curl over the cliff is incredible. Oh, yeah. and that fall looks so painful. Yeah, it does. Oh. It really does. <laughs> like, oh, oh. How many, you know, well, I would say how many limbs would you break doing that? Oh, of course, we, yeah. will, we will see. And the, uh, but yeah. did Gabinda, when he fell out, did he have a parachute on? Oh, I yeah. Thought, the, you know, like, watching it in HD now, it looked yeah. like he had a parachute. And I know, think it's the um, same as in the Moonraker Incredible bomb flying scene, not in space, yeah. not in space. In the intro with with Jaws oh, and yeah. the guy, that's a crazy. Yeah. Anyway, 
Oh, yeah, because you've so got to have a spare parachute yeah. and a suit jacket, haven't you? You know, they're not going to die. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But well, CGI course, would just get rid of it, as you say now, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, Khan, super death, isn't it? It's, it's the same... I just love how well edited it is. It's the same as the uh, intro to Living Daylights. The, the You know, the sort of rogue agent who gets in and among the double O briefing yes, in Gibraltar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just yeah. see the absolute terror as he realises that's it. Like, come on, come on, space. He's terrified in, in Living yeah, Daylights. Yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, <laughs> eyes, are, eyes are wobbling in the socket. Never get that in a PG now. There's absolutely never, no never, way. never. But like Jordan's brilliant. Like, yeah, he's all like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> uh, he, he definitely right. loses his cool, doesn't he, on that bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah lovely, <laughs> lovely explosion. Um, and then it's uh, it's only was it how many miles to Karachi? No, that's limited. <laughs> Just oh. made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a great restaurant again. Yeah. Great. Oh. Well, right. Is there a little? There's a little scene, isn't there, between that and this, isn't there? Where we're back in London. Aren't yes. We? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't go straight yeah. to the. The Scaramanga's junk, or the uh, <laughs> the Octopus's lovely shit. Yeah, there's Defence Minister and Gogol. Because I think they're talking about the, the jewels, aren't they? And mm. they want to thank Bond. And... Yeah. But he's injured, of course. They say, something about, like, they say something about Russia are not going to take any responsibility yeah, yeah. for what's happened, but we will happily accept the return of the Oromov star or something That's like it, that. yeah. yeah. And we deny the incident category. Yeah. <laughs> Good it's so nice. You sounded more Russian than he did. <laughs> Famously German. It's so nice. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, it's very this Roger Moore era, isn't it, of a bit like the Stacey Sutton in the, you know, in the next yeah. interview to a kill, like the, he's obviously wants some time off with his woman. He, he doesn't want to sort of immediately say he's back in action. I love that he he's pretended he's injured. He didn't have to pretend to want to put <laughs> no. that he was injured. <laughs> no. you know, How much effort did he go to to get yeah, his yeah, legs in a really sling? Cool. And then it's like, James, punchline. Is he pretending? Oh. No, right. Can we can we discuss the John James? Does not the like end, that, I don't think. Yeah. I love I love a James. I love James. a James. And they're all throughout the series. But like, doesn't suit Octopussy because she's been such yeah. a strong woman all the way through. And it's, yeah. Oh, and it's not just the fact that it's it's that. It's like oh James, enter sexual sax music yeah. going on. You know. <laughs> I, just, I love that. You know, like because you've got the dialogue that was up, that I assume was recorded on location, and then you've got. The yes, when, yes. The, when it goes down, like it's clearly ADR. It's recorded yeah. in the studio right. somewhere. So, like somewhere, there will be the Maud Adams recording session tapes where they had to coax this James out. Yeah, like, oh, really? I mean, could you imagine what this like? Like, imagine like, okay, take one Maud. You're like, James? No, no that's, that's no, it's not exciting. Can we go, James? That's it's, it's too hysterical. It's too, like. Uh, James? No, that's no, too questioning. No. Can you swap that question mark for outrage? James! <laughs> Perfect! <laughs> We've got it! Print that one! You know, it, oh, absolute yeah. nonsense. You know, um, maybe, you know, Eon, maybe the Broccoli family have the Maud Adams ADR tapes for the James. Oh, 
Who knows? James Brolin. Should that's stick him on the bonus about. features. Imagine, like, can we start our own like nerdy petition on the internet? You know, like release the Maud Adams tapes. <laughs> we want them on the next Blu-ray release. Yeah, yeah. that's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. When we click on bonus features, there we want it. Maud Adams ADR. Well, Come on. I, yes, I please. didn't find any deleted scenes anywhere for this film. I think it's one of the few where there are, they don't appear yeah. to be. And they certainly aren't on that 2001 DVD. Uh, so this is sort of, this is it. This is the film. It was that good mm-hmm. that they included <laughs> everything. <laughs> I'm sure there were some yeah. somewhere. Like <laughs> Absolutely love it. So yeah, thus- James Bond will return in for your in um, A View to a Kill. And I think, is that the last time? I think it's the last time that that's ever done. I might be wrong. Is it? I don't think at the end of A View to a Kill it says Living Daylights. No. Oh, but could you imagine the excitement of being in the cinema to find yeah, out the title? Yeah, but now, I mean, they haven't the even decided film. anything, have they? Whether there'll be a Bond or whether well, there'll no. be a woman or whatever. Well, we'll get on to that woman. Um, <laughs> never mind. We, it was because partly because they were running out of uh, the books to base them on, wasn't it, by that stage? So this was so, also the short <laughs> story. Just as a question, when it says James Bond will return, does it say with two of you to a kill? Or oh, say from, from a view it to does. A kill. Yes, you're absolutely right. Because from Ooh. a view to a kills, from a view to a kills, the actual title, of the yes. short story, isn't it? It says and from I, a view to a kill. I think. And I think the they title. only changed it um, recent, like yeah. near towards the end of it, because they felt that that would be too wordy a title yeah. to sell. They've just had on a Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs> from a view to a kill. <laughs> I actually think from a view to a kill sounds better personally. I wish it, it was called It makes that. more sense, yeah. It's difficult because of your, your childhood and you've only known that. A view to a kill. What a view to a kill. Well, so it's sort of... I mean, we've, spoiler alert, but that is the most inappropriate <laughs> title yeah, absolutely. any James Bond film. Ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, what do you mean? What does that mean? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, you're nutcase. I won't question you. Okay. <laughs> Don't listen to him, Stacey, he's a psychopath. <laughs> Physiological freak. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> so, yeah, so we that's it. Um, the insert, like we said before, it went, it didn't go quite head to head with um, Never Say Never Again. I think it was released before, or well, there's quite a few months between them. And the box office were fairly similar. And it, uh, yeah, did very well, did better than Never Say Never Again. Uh, slightly less than Fiore's only, but you know Bond at the moment is still one of the main films of the year, most popular films of the year. Yeah, and, and I think uh, Charles and Diana were at the premiere at the Odeon oh, in uh, Leicester Square. So pro- proper, you know, gorgeous footage of Roger shaking hands with them all and oh, Louis Jordan meeting. <laughs> I mean, oh. apparently, uh, although it it's did. Can do less than uh, for your eyes only. Um, it actually. Sorry, I'm just reading this in here. Yeah. It says it reawakened interest in of the franchise in the USA, where it increased a significant increase. Oh right, okay, uh, yeah. At sixty-eight million dollars. And yeah. you just wonder, oh. like, if if that actual increase there um, influenced the whole American theme for a view to yeah. Especially, mm. you know, you've got all, pretty much all your actors are American. Yeah. vast majority of your film is set in America. Yeah. You wonder if that kind of reawakening interest 
Absolutely, yeah. Its hand on that way. Very crisp thought process. Love it. Thank and you. obviously, yeah, more, more, China, more spy work so. and intuition there. Yeah. Well. But did you dress up as a clown, John? All well, <laughs> murder someone's balls. Gorilla, maybe, but yeah. The in terms of the critics, I can't. I can't. Forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, what on earth is that? That's, I mean, what's the audience? The audience. Um, Metacritic sixty three. IMDb six point six. It's not. Not great, That's pretty it? bog standard for Bond yeah. films, though, isn't it? They don't, they, they're all around that middle in sixes. Yeah, apart from the Craig ones. Oh, well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should so, mention those, I've not really thought of it. Yeah, we yeah. haven't really talked about them, have we? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so some of the reviews... Uh, Washington Post said it was one of the snazziest, wittiest productions, praised John Glenn's direction, uh, Louis Jordan and the screenplay, Whereas New York Times thought the story was incomprehensible. <laughs> Both are correct, so probably. In <laughs> <laughs> um, Gene Siskel, three stars out of four. That's about that's fair, isn't it? I think that's that's good. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I do think that's fair, actually. Yeah. Uh, yes, and he said uh, surprisingly entertaining because in his previous five Bond appearances, Roger Moore has always come off as a smug stiff. What? <laughs> in, in Octopussy, more relaxes a bit, and just as important, his role is subordinated to the film's many and extremely exciting action scenes. There we go. Octopussy has oh. the most sustained excitement in a Bond film since you only live twice. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, think. Oh, yeah. I think it, it, it's been interesting kind of revisit this because this was always when I had the box, you know, the box set, and you know, you think, oh, I'm going to watch a Bond film. You used to go to, you know, and you, I always used to lump them with obviously for the actors. But this was probably the one that I watched the least of the Roger Moore's. Wow. I, you know, I, I would watch A View to a Kill more than this. And I think it's because when I was watching it younger, it was like you said earlier, you know, like fast forwarding the talking bits. <laughs> like, I'm not really interested in this and what's happening and you know, and but having revisited it is a much better film than I, I, I gave it credit for. And I think it's because, you know, seeing it with fresh eyes and, and, and seeing it, like I say, and, and, and being able to see where there's a real, you know, um, you know, a, a, where they really want to make you know something that's that that is a bit twisty, turny. You know that has tension, that it has intrigue, and like you say, you've not really had that for, for like in, in the other ones prior to this. Like for your eyes only, you know, really trying to push that side of things. But this was more of the fine balance of the the lighter touch of Roger Moore, where he's comfortable with it, but also doing the Cold War political intrigue kind of thing. I mm. think that was uh, it was quite it was quite nice to see it again and, and, and see it. For, what it was. When was the last time you saw it, Chris? Ooh, uh, probably about. It must be pushing ten oh, years. Wow, okay. yeah, oh wow, that's awesome! A I've probably yeah. seen so cool. as much as most of the other ones. I think. Mm. Yeah, I think for us it was. This is awful, but the one we didn't, the two we didn't have on video growing up were Moonraker and then License to Kill. So I, I remember when Licence to Kill, it was finally on TV again. 
and we were just getting so excited. And then, and then I don't know whether it was like there was a murder. I don't. Was it Jake? No, I, I, there was some murder, wasn't was. there? And it was pulled at it the last minute. Dun, it, it was done, Blaine. Tom. I was done, Blaine. Yeah. Oh dear. And then we yeah, didn't. We yeah. had to wait another six months or something before it was. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, because um, the tire, I assume. This was. It, well, it was. It was obviously before internet, etc., yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, like, I remember the. Um, yeah, setting the VCR, and then, you know, sometimes when you set the VCR, you check that it was recording oh, yeah. and check that the it's film was on. I remember it? checking it, and then yeah, it was saying that yeah, because of today's events, we're not. Yeah, so you so film. you were ready for it, and then you watched it, and then it wasn't there. I was like, oh, what? Yeah, no, no, no. As in, like, oh, right, I, okay. I I watched that live to make sure it was, was recording, live. to make sure it was yeah. on the right channel. Yeah, just just the opening bit, and then. Um, yeah, so that's like when you were trying to find out what had gone on in the world that day. Yeah, yeah. Wow, amazing times. But that, it's the excitement of seeing Bond growing up, isn't it? I know everyone says the cliche of bank holidays yeah. and stuff, but mm. it it is that Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon. Just this is perfect, I think. For the, it fits into that that kind of Bond. Like Definitely. it's not like we're going to go on to from Russia with Love. Is that it's going to be, you know, really 007 will return in from Russia with Love. But um, <laughs> we—that isn't re- you wouldn't say that one was one that you'd. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll quickly watch that in the background and Sunday afternoon the kids no, and all that. I know and just a bit what more you mean. And I love than... that. Yeah, and if you start, um, if you think about, it, you know, like um, I, I like I love sitting in and watching movies in winter. That's one of the oh. nicest things in the world to do. But if you start this at three p.m. ish. And it starts getting darker just as it starts getting more serious. Ooh. And, you know, it's like that perfect timing. You know, like the weeks before Christmas, the run-up to Christmas. It's pure Bond, pure oh, lovely yes. movies. Yeah, I remember so many occasions watching Bond movies at Christmas time um, or the, the Advent period. Uh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. For me, I've always found this film... I don't know... I, I've always liked this film. I've never, it, I've never had a problem with it. It's always kind of a lot of the Roger Moore films waver for me. So I, the film, I, I won't say, but the film that I, used to be my favourite Roger Moore is now by far and away my least favourite Roger Moore film. Oh, wow! But um, is but oh, you don't want to say it? I no, 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 because it, but because I'm, I'm gonna slate it. So, um, <laughs> so excited. Um, but this film has always been one that I've always thought, yeah, it's a good film. But having talked about it to this bit and going through this, I've realised, no, this isn't a good film. This is a flipping brilliant film. And yes! It, this, I, I can't deny it. I'm, I've, I've, the amount of times I've gone about, oh, this scene's great. Oh, how he's done this is brilliant. And if it wasn't for... Um, the ten minutes in India, and maybe at the end. The end, I think, is slightly anti, slightly rushed. I feel at the end, uh, especially on the plane. I, I think. Well, I have this down on, as ele- my eleventh favorite Bond film, and I think that that feels harsh because That's still mid table, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's about Stoke yeah, in I'm... the Pulis days, isn't it? Uh... Yeah, it's it's got more excitement than Stoke in the Pulis days, yeah. though. It's Stoke in the Mark, the Mark Hughes days. It's the Mark Hughes yeah. era, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might have to try that, John. Like doing like rating or grading or league tabling the Bond films. 
It's a tough it's one, isn't it? I don't it, know how I would do it. it I, I have no idea. There's so many different ways to do it. Naturally, like this is sorry, this is just me and my silly ways, but I I sometimes do it mathematically. So what I'll do is I'll, <laughs> it's so sad. But I'll go right. The villain from the film. Yeah. What do I give him out of ten? The uh, Bond's performance, what do I give him out of 10? The girl, oh, what do I give her thinking. out of 10? Yeah. And I add all this stuff up. And the locations, what do I give it out of yeah. 10? And what comes out with the highest mark? This is but where the craze could... really struggles, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, <laughs> well, to yeah. me, Tom, I've got the bottom five locked in. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but the only, well, yeah. The only problem I have with that is, is that when you do it like that, you be, I'm so dissatisfied mm. when I see the list. Because I think, no, 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 no. I love this film far more than I love that yeah. film. And it doesn't work for it. So you have to then just use a bit of... Mix it up a bit. Um, and the, th- the thing with the Bond films, as we all know, is that they always change. You will talk to somebody else. We will all here have a completely different list. And we will. We may have some films higher to the top, but the reason why I have one higher to the top will be a different reason that you have it to the top, Rob. Because the Bond film... Bond films are so diverse that there is so much to love and that's why we can never have enough podcasts discussing this kind of thing because Oof. you're always going to learn new stuff and new different new opinions um, yeah Honor Majesties is the classic example isn't it I think it, if you're growing up as a five year old six year old it probably isn't the most instantly accessible as you get older it gets better it so, really does. Honor uh, Majesties. I, I do. I, I'm, I don't want to sit here and name, you know, what are my favourite bonds, but Octopussy for me is one where I've grown up with it, probably seen it more than any others, perhaps. Wow. I mean, it really. What my older brother James, you know, he Roger Moore is his bond. It's his generation yeah. growing up as a kid. So I've I've always had them. As perhaps the sort of go-to, the easy, easy to watch, most accessible perhaps, as a child. And there's like the stunts and the silliness. And even now, I think I still enjoy. I still enjoy these kind of films. I can't think of films that I enjoy more in the series than the sort of the. I don't. I, I'm, I don't know where. I, I couldn't even name it among my Roger Moore films really because they've each quite different, and they've each got many different strengths. I know we will talk about the like the earlier ones. They do feel totally different from the sort of oh, yeah. the John Glenn ones, at least. I think it takes Roger Moore to the spy who loved me to find Roger Moore's Bond. Um, I think he, I think he performs oh, well. Yeah. I think he performs well, I, especially in Living Live and Let Die. Man with the Golden Gun. There's a few issues, but I think that um, it's. It's like he nails it in The Spy Who Loved Me. He finds that persona, he finds that charm, he finds that wink, and then he's going, I'm taking this to the nth degree. And you play and to his strengths, don't you? you? Absolutely. You've got to learn to do that. And not, not so yeah. much where Craig tells you what he wants and or the producers decide we're going to do this with the character. It's, you've chosen this person as Bond. What are they good at? Let's, let's, within the character, and let's play to those strengths. And Octopussy does that, I think. Yeah, I I think it does. James. <laughs> 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 yeah. What 
Do you like the fact that you just play the same song at the end, or would you would you rather have like a, a different song or some instrumental music? So just I, I'm still desperate for an octopusy theme tune. I yeah, want... yeah. Wouldn't it be octopusy? Yeah, that's what we're Classic after. 1983 R&B rock, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Vocoder R&B. Yeah, it is. Oh, Cameo did it, didn't it? So. Sorry, I don't know what that was. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what, where would you rate it amongst the sort of... The Roger Moore, at least? Uh, the Roger Moore, I would... I would slightly... <laughs> no, not mid table, a little higher, yeah, a little yeah. higher. Like I say, re- reassessing it. I think I always thought that that I always put like John Glenn down as being a bit kind of, you know, just like a safe pair of hands. But actually, looking at it now, you know, he's he's able to sort of, he's more than just that. Um, like I said some really lovely shots. You know, it's really well edited. You know, and the story. There's much more to the story than than I remember. Um, and he does get that balance of, like, say, of, 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 of more kind of, you know, like, obviously, you know, Moonraker was just, well, yeah, it was just a bit too much, shall we say. And then, obviously, with Your Eyes Only, they tried to really ground it and make it gritty, and it just didn't, it didn't sit well with, 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 with more. Not to say it's not a bad film, it's just... It was went a bit too far, and I think Roger Moore would admit that there were certain things that he wasn't really comfortable with. It wasn't his sort of bond, but I think with this one, they just get the balance right of it's modern. You know, it, it deals with the, the, the what's happening at the time, the Cold War. It has a, you know some really good, you know, an attempt to have a well-rounded, maybe not entirely successful, but to have a well-rounded female character. You know that is you know has more about her than than well, most recent films, and then you know like obviously like Roger, Roger Moore is getting a little bit old for this. You know you could argue that he's maybe past his prime, but he's still believable. He's still he's able to sort of you know you know kick, kick you know you can be able to kick, you know you can still you know you can you can believe that he can still kick you know people in the face and the do his karate chops and yeah. the nuts and things like that. And I think. <laughs> There's, there's, like I say, there's much more, more, more to it um, than I remember. So yeah, I would say it's in, in the, the higher end of the world. Same time is six minutes. Six minutes. Okay. Good, because I, I genuinely, you know, I've heard, I've heard so many opinions about this film. Yet it seems to be slightly forgotten. It's like a people just said dismiss it because of the clown. They dismiss it because of the, you know, the Tarzan stuff, which is fair enough. But no one really mentions the espionage stuff, the Cold War stuff. Yeah, no, the, 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 the India yeah. stuff is usually praised, to be fair, and the setting that's usually praised. And yeah. Maud Adams is, is is brightly praised. But yeah, I don't know. It just seems to be seen as just another Roger Moore Bond film, I think. And within the film, like we've said, there's so many different styles. Maybe that's the that's probably the main weakness if you're looking at film criticism of it. But do you think it's? I love it so much. I don't care really. I know it sounds stupid. <laughs> no, it do doesn't at all. That it, it's kind of like you say, it is a little bit kind of forgotten. That is that because there isn't. You know, when you think when when you think of those like the big Roger Moore films, you think of that set piece. Yeah. And I think that, that the Octopus doesn't quite have either. A, 
not I say not not to say that the villains are, are you know are, are, are very good, but they're maybe not as memorable as yeah. some of the other. Ones. And, and and maybe the you know the set pieces are all great, but they're not that kind of you know kind of that, that, that for the trailer that's yes, that's the yeah, scene yeah. you know that that's going to be the scene for the film. Not to say it's not to say that it isn't a good film. It's just that maybe it lacks those things, those those factors that make. You know, the spy loved me so memorable because of the sets, the submarines, because of you know him on the, uh, the, the water jet thing, and obviously the opening scene, things like that. Um, but and even like you know, Man with the Golden Gun, there's the the the, the, the corkscrew, the cardio and the corkscrew. It's like you remember yeah. that. It's like a little bit outlandish, but it fits yeah. well with the Bond kind of universe. And in an octopus, he doesn't quite have. Like I say, it's that fine balance between trying to be kind of. Uh, well, yeah, to, to be both, you know, kind of to be gritty. Well, not not gritty, but you know, kind of more uh, more grounded. But at the same time, it's still Roger Moore. You've got to play play yeah. up his, you know, his talents, which is his likability and his comedic timing. Yeah, I, I think you're right, and you, you you alluded to it in a few hours only. Even though I think it's one of the best scenes in the whole series when he when he kills. Um, I've forgotten his name there. The the <laughs> the. I believe you left this with Ferrara. But when he kills Lot, like mm. that, I mean, yeah, Daniel yeah. Craig has not had a scene as gritty as that, in my opinion. Yeah. But, like you say, Roger Moore wasn't comfortable with it, was he? Mm. And particularly after Never Say Never Again was coming up against it, they were trying to be a bit more Bond, a bit less edgy. Uh, they didn't want to alienate audiences into that sort of yeah. vengeance-style plotting, maybe. I mean, when you, when you look at... Um... You go on, say, you type in James Bond film ranks on Google and you get, say, Rotten Tomato scores or you get that. It always ranks near the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And I, or, and I think that's absolutely criminal. I mean, I just I can't see how it would rank near the bottom because it's well written, especially compared to some of the stuff that we've all, you know... <laughs> There's some Bond... I'm not even just going about Craig stuff. You know, there's some Bond stuff that we realise there's massive plot holes in the scripts and um, all the rest of it. We love Bond, but we we realise it's not perfect. <laughs> and um, But I think this is a really well-written film. I think one of the reasons it sometimes gets forgotten is because I think it suffers from that, that mid-80s kind of... Um, not with the film, but the ca- fatigue... Bond fatigue, maybe, where uh, they go. Oh, the general attitude: Oh, Roger Moore's getting old, but he's not so old, uh, like a View to a Kill, where it's almost legendary how old he looks. It's, <laughs> it's, it's that era before where he's like, yeah, he's winding down, and I think it unfairly gets put in that category sometimes. Uh, whereas personally, I actually think that this film suits his age so yeah. well. Yeah, that's my opinion with it. I think they they hit it on the head. They've got the right ages of everybody around him, and the yeah. stunts fit his ability. Um, yeah. I, I might even go as far to say maybe my favourite Roger Moore. Yeah, I, I think I, it's. I, I might go that far. I agree with you. I think. It, I mean, I love a view to the a view to a kill for the way I've grown up with it. I appreciate it's not technically as, as good a film, perhaps. But Octopus, if I was saying to someone who didn't really know much about Bond, they hadn't really seen a Bond film or a Roger Moore Bond film, I'd probably give them this to start with. Wow. Yeah. 
I mean, I know Spy Love Me, you'd, you'd say, is, is, is classically the best and stuff. Yeah. But this, perhaps, because it's a bit more... Well, one of the criticisms I'd say is Spy Love Me is a bit, it's a bit 70s, isn't it? It's a, it's a yeah. little bit dated. So the music part. Wow, wow, yeah, I know. Wow, wow, yeah. John Barry wasn't available, but... I cannot wait to recreate that for that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, God, when will we get onto that? I mean, my word. But but, yeah. but Octopus, yeah, and it doesn't. If you say one of the Bond titles and there's an instant theme song, Live and Let Dad, then you instantly. It's more accessible, isn't it? So, mm. um, you know, A View to a Kill, like I say, the, the only Bond song that was number one in America, you almost remember it because you remember the song then it links it to the film whereas yeah. the song obviously wasn't a hit or anything for this one so and it's not called Octopussy so Rob if maybe they did have a, an Octopussy song maybe Octopussy that's basically what they do with the new songs don't they, they just try and copy the uh, Shirley Bassett mm. I mean, um, that, that's so my understanding of it <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, Licence to Kill did that, didn't it? it? Yeah, they had to pay some of the royalties. But it, I think that's unfair, that. It's it's such a sort of R&B pop classic. Yeah, they, they've just taken the song, notes, though, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. I think John Burry had to give, give yeah. some kind of, yeah. But it's his own song, you know. Is it? <laughs> Brilliant. All right, chaps, uh, I've really enjoyed discussing this. Just because we've uh, we've gone into fine detail with Octopus, it doesn't mean it won't be returning. My word, we, we will be <laughs> lifting the lid on Octopus. I'm sure in future discussions on other bonds and how it harks back. Because let's be honest, we've spent a good deal of this uh, talking about the Daniel Craig uh, effect. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I've really enjoyed it, chaps. Um, yeah, thank great. you for your contributions, and yeah, we'll be back with from Russia with love. And there'll be loads of other chances to join in the conversation, get discussions going online. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. And uh, good night and farewell, chat. Outstanding. Thanks, Rob and Tom. Yeah, thanks. Cheers, all. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.